Hey warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt in to a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. It's Christine Jewell, and today I'm talking to those of you who are struggling, have been struggling with anxiety. You know that constant incessant, never-ending, below-the-surface buzz in your nervous system, the constant thoughts that are flowing in, the constant worries, the anxieties, and also to those of you who maybe some of you out there have been labeled, you know, with some sort of disorder or something. And I'm not knocking that, but some of us love to self-label, self-diagnose. Some of us have been diagnosed I'm very, very conscious of the labels that we embrace, that we take on. They become labels that we really identify as, and we don't realize the power of our labels and our identities over us. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about today, but I am talking to those of you who can honestly say, you know what, Christine, like I have been super anxious, super agitated lately. I've been super uncomfortable, like in my own skin, in my mind, I can't seem to quiet down. I can't seem to like shut off the valve. And maybe, like I said, you even feel like there's this, you know, low state of just buzzing in your nervous system all the time as if like you're on edge, right? You just cannot seem to take a deep breath or relax, step back. So I want to unpack something that came through to me the other day as I was meditating. I was praying a little bit. This word to fret came to my mind, right? Don't be anxious about anything, but in all things, you know, trust, make your request known unto the Lord. But to fret, this word came up to me and I was like, stop fretting. I just heard this voice say to me, stop fretting, stop fretting. I wrote it down. I was like, it's so interesting. I want to look it up, right? I want to look it up and see what is the definition of actually fretting. And to fret means to be constantly or visibly worried or anxious and to gradually wear away something by rubbing at it, by gnawing, gnawing at it. I'm like, wow, isn't that the truth? When we're constantly being in this state, it's as if it's gnawing away at us. But here's what was even more interesting. The next thing I did was I went into the etymology of words. I love to like break down and look at where do these words come from? What is the origin? And when we look at the origin of this word, Fret comes from the old English word fretten, which means to devour like an animal. So when you fret over something, you meditate, you turn it over and over and over and over in your head, it literally consumes your thoughts, right? It consumes you. You become devoured like an animal that just devours you. And there you are swallowed up in it. 
I want to just pause for a minute and like really let that land because I'm so curious, those of you listening, what has devoured you? What has swallowed you up where you feel completely consumed by it? And here's the thing, I talk a lot about the doors that we open, the portals that we open that put us in these positions where we get swallowed up, we become consumed. And it had me meditating and journaling about this, like, okay, what have I been allowing to consume me lately? And of course, there's a lot of thoughts going on, you know, stuff with kids, stuff with business, stuff with whatever. And I've just been meditating. I've been turning it over, turning it over, turning it over entertaining it, feeding it more of my thought energy, feeding it more of my emotional energy. And we don't realize, we we think, oh, I, I haven't meditated. I haven't prayed in a while. I haven't pulled back from it. But you have been a master meditator. You've just been meditating on that, which is consuming you, eating away at you, turning it over, feeding it more of your thought energy, more of your emotional energy. Here's the thing, guys, that what you consume consumes you. I'm going to say that again, what we consume on a regular basis, what we feed ourselves becomes the thing that consumes us continuously and constantly and completely. Isn't that crazy? We think we're the one consuming it while it's consuming us. I think this is such a powerful thing. And I mean, I know you get it cognitively, but like really think about the things that have been consuming you. Where have you been going to consume it? What have you been listening to? I want to put a couple temptations up because it really comes in the form of a temptation sometimes or a habit that is unconscious. It's an automatic habit. It's already just ingrained. It's what we do. We pick up, we wake up, we get the phone, we check the email. We wake up, we get the phone, we check LinkedIn. We get up, get the phone, we check and see what the kids are doing. And shoo, right away, the gates are open. We consume the information and the information always carries a frequency and a meaning to it, right? It is not, it is just numbers on a screen. It is just letters typed on a screen. It's information, it's data, but we have a relationship with the data that we receive. So this might mean that we see a post on LinkedIn and all of a sudden it gets you turning. It's a trigger for, oh my gosh, what you're not doing in your business, what your competitor is doing that you are not caught up to yet. You're still behind on, you haven't developed all the tools. And it puts you right into this place of comparison, of competition, of lack, of a race against time, a race against other people. And instantly you're in the contraction, right? You're in the pressure. And what do we do? We jump in and we try to either like consume more to make ourselves feel better, or we run and react and we do something to try to catch up that makes us feel like we're catching up. And it's such a game. We get sucked into it. So I'm so curious about what we are consuming, what you're consuming that is consuming you. And sometimes, you know, it's like everything I love when, you know, Jesus says everything is permissible, but too much of something is not good for us. Right. And this makes me think, I'm just going to put this out there. When I think about consuming business books or business podcasts or certain types of podcast, I mean, I'm, I'm putting out a podcast right now, but there's certain things that I listen to certain videos, certain books that I read, certain things that I know that there's a tipping point when it's like, okay, that now is too much. I have to give this to myself in small doses. Otherwise this anxiousness, the meaning I've given to that is like, oh my gosh, I need to do it all. And I need to do it all right now. And if I don't do it all right now, somehow I'm behind, I'm going to fall behind. 
And I can literally feel this internal pressure picking up the speed that, that I'm creating internally that is like, oh my gosh, I need to swim faster than the current is actually taking me right now. I need to force this. I need to make this go. And you know, I'm so grateful that I become more and more and more aware of it and I can pull myself out of it faster and faster and faster, but I'm still human. I still fall into this trap, right? This, this temptation because we get in, we get in it. We might enter consciously into reading that post or reading that book or entering into a conversation with someone, but very soon we don't realize that we're just caught up in it and we're consuming another piece of content and we're reading another page or we are, you know, all of a sudden in this pressure, feeding these thoughts of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to handle that? And it's like speeding up, right? The thoughts are speeding up. They're gaining momentum. They're getting more energy. They're actually pulling more of our life force up. And before you know it, you're just like disoriented, exhausted. You're unclear. You don't know what to do. So I wanted to put a couple temptations out there that I have noticed, right? So for, for me, for sure, it's, it's the content that I listen to. Am I consuming things that are actually, when I am consumed by them, I feel more alive, more energized, more clear, more convicted of the exact next step to move? Is it creating more spaciousness, more life force for me? Or is it I'm feeling consumed by overwhelm, consumed by confusion, consumed by pressure and contraction. You've got to know thyself, right? We get to know thyself and go, okay, like, because what I'm consumed now will consume me. So can I begin to play with the amount and the timing of what I'm consuming when, so that when I'm consumed by something is actually, I'm devoured by something that's life-giving, right? More life it's oozing out of me rather than comparison and fear and all of this other stuff. So what are some things? I think content is a huge one, right? Podcasts, YouTube videos, posts that other people are writing, like how much, how much is it is good for you? How much keeps you in the space of inspiration of, yeah, if it's, if, if they're able to do it, then that's evidence for me that I can do it too. And how much of it puts you in a tailspin? Other things, temptations, listening to external advice, counsel, Again, I work with a lot of leaders and here's the thing. There's a lot of people telling them, counseling them on what the next business move is, what they need to do in their business, what they think the right the right decision is, the right hire. We need to get rid of these people. We need to take on these clients. We need to do this product line, whatever it is. And by the way, this happens at any stage of growth of business of where you're at. These are just some of the things that I hear, but we have input from all of these other people. I call it counsel in our lives. And how much are we listening? How much of an audience are we giving their words? Because they're consuming words, right? We are still open. So how much advice are you receiving? Counsel are you receiving? Feedback are you receiving, right? Input from everyone else that is actually pulling you away from the ability to clearly tune in and hear your own internal voice, right? The voice of the spirit, the voice of your heart, like your inner knowing that is guiding you. Or do you have so much noise all of the time that it's so consuming that you actually cannot hear clearly your own thoughts, your own voice, what you know, deep in your spirit, deep in your heart, deep in your bones. I I ask this client, I ask this question all the time. 
I ask it to my clients. I ask it to myself. It's like, what do you know? I know that's what they know. I know that's what they said. But I'm so curious, what do you know deep in your bones, deep in your spirit? This is what this is what my CFO keeps telling me. This is what this mastermind keeps telling me. This is what, you know, these experts keep saying I need to do in my business. I'm like, okay, that's great. Let's put that down. Let's write it down. Now, what do you feel deep in your bones, in your soul, in your spirit? And what does God have to say about it? See, we give so much of our attention, our focus, our bandwidth, fretting about anxious about, anxious over so much of this external noise and advice instead of going, well, thank you. I received that information. That's what you have to say about it now. What does my soul, what do I have to say? What does God have to say about this, right? Because what we focus on grows. We know this. I want to just leave it here. I want to keep it short and sweet today because this is a huge, once we get this, we can really begin to shift the tides. Because we're going to be consumed. The reality is we are going to be consumed, right? We are going to be taken up, overwhelmed, filled with whatever we feed ourselves with, whatever we expose ourselves to, whatever we entertain. So as I meditate on this, Christine, what have you been fretting about? Frenetic, you know, frantic about. And we all fall into these moments, right? We feel like we're getting swept away in the pressure cooker swept away in the current. We're either trying to swim faster than than our natural rhythm and our flow right now. We're trying to push forward and make things happen. We're frantic because of the external or because of the internal pressure that we are creating ourselves by all of the meaning we're giving to all of this information that we're entertaining. So what would be a better consumption for you? What are the things that add life to you? that inspire you, that create more space, more clarity of mind, that create more peace inside of your body? How about you begin to consume more of that? Shift the tables, shift the quantities in your recipe here so that that increases and you can drip feed yourself the other information, the other data that you may need to have access to, right? It might be the numbers in your business. It might be things that your staff needs to tell you. It might be things about you need to be aware of with your kids, your teenage children. A lot of people I work with, a lot of people I coach, you know, we have teenage kids or young adult children that are going through like really hard things. And we've got to be aware, but not consumed, right? We can easily become consumed when we start spiraling into worrying and fretting and being devoured by something instead of receiving the information and seeing it for what it is, right? It's data, it's information. Now, let me consume myself with something that will give me more clarity over the situation, different eyes to see. For me, you guys, that is first and foremost, stepping away from the things, creating this quiet space to to be still, to go within, to get in nature, to pray, to meditate so that I can begin to hear more clearly my own voice and the voice of the spirit that's leading me. Because I guarantee you, when you're looking at something, whether it's a business deal or your teenagers that are going through some, you know, (laughs) really rough times, your whole perspective shifts right? The whole decision, the decisions you will make shift. The next action shifts depending on what has consumed you. So today I invite you to stop fretting. I invite you to stop this constantly being devoured because if we're being devoured, that means we are devouring, right? We are 
pouring our attention. We are giving away so much of our life force, our energy to something else that we think we're in control of, but pretty soon it begins to control us. So here's the thing I know is like, I would rather have God in control, the spirit in control, you know, my heart in control of where I'm going, what I'm about to say, rather than all of this other stuff that has been hijacking, (laughs) for lack of a better word, hijacking our minds, our tongues, our hearts, all of it, right? So as you leave, I want to leave you with these three things. Number one, how about we stop fretting? What if we stopped fretting, stopped devouring, and became more intentional about what we are consuming, knowing that ultimately it will consume us and pour out of us? Number two is knowing what are your temptations, right? What are the things? Know yourself and how much of that. Be real. Like, what is your threshold for how much you can entertain that content, those conversations, that external advice? Like, how much information do you actually need in order to be able to move forward? so that you don't become consumed, right? And number three is just giving yourself a lot of grace in this process as you redirect and, you know, release some of these labels that we have on ourselves that like, oh, I'm just an anxious person. I just always have anxiety or I always have this or I'm always, we have to be so careful and conscious about what comes out of our mouth, right? Because what we identify as, what we label ourselves with becomes ingrained as our part of our identity. We embody it and we repeat it over and over again. So how about we upgrade that identity instead of saying, I'm anxious. It's like, I am very intentional about what I fill myself with, right? And if I fill myself up with things that create anxious thoughts, I will experience anxiety. If I fill myself up with things that are calming, that, you know, it might be music, classical music, calming binaural beats. It might be scripture. It might be, you know, just some background music, right? It might be your environment. Whatever you fill yourself up with, you will become, right? So just encourage you to be very aware and conscious of the way that you are speaking to yourself, about yourself, to yourself and others. I hope that today was helpful for you. I'd love to, as always, I love to hear from you. If you're enjoying the show, I'd love for you to share it with a friend pass it on to somebody, leave a review if you haven't done so already. And as always, you can connect with me directly on Instagram at the Christine Jewel. If you would like to learn more about mentorship, coaching, high-performance coaching, and spiritual mentorship, you can follow the link in the show notes. You guys, thank you so much for being here. We are human. We are all going through this human experience. We share a lot of the same struggles. You are not alone. You're not designed to go alone. You're not designed to be a lone wolf. So there is beauty and miracles when we begin to realize that we have, as humans, right, we have limitations and we get to lean lean on each other. We get to lean on God. We get to lean on co-creation, collaboration, and stop this nonsense of trying to be the source of all things to all people all the time, trying to be the one that has all the answers, trying to do everything and compare ourselves. And we begin to just be where our feet are planted, be who we're created to be, be on our own rhythm, right? be in our own gifting, be in our own calling. I mean, this is where the anxiety, the fretting goes away and you move into a different way of operating and feeling in your body. When there's a lot more at ease, a lot more natural and a lot more aligned to your divine design. Until next time, here's to loving fiercely, leading courageously in the untamed life. Bye for now. 
Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.